When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So instead of realizing that we are real talent, we have real skill, and that we are worthy and deserving of prosperity and abundance, um, we've been, as I've likened it in our production meeting, acting like puppies in a shelter. We're like, oh, pick me, pick me. Oh, my God, please fund me. Please take me home and affirm me and take me and, you know, tell me all these things. That's your and, puppy voice. And, oh, my God, please, please <laughs> give me, you know. <laughs> Please continue. Extra, don't validate me. Okay. Um, save me, save me, get me out of the cave. Save me. Um, instead me. of instead of realizing that we have more power and control than we have ever given ourselves credit for. It really has been help me instead of me thinking that I have the power to help myself. Right. I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millionaire Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. <laughs> we're thankful you tuned in. Yes. And thankful that you chose to watch, because we're still on YouTube. YouTube. On the tube. The tube. That you don't have to go incognito for. And continuing with our season's <laughs> theme of taking our shit back. Who goes incognito? You I know you really don't. not have pride in y'all porn searches? That you gotta hide it from somebody who's coming behind? Like, what's the point of incognito? The government I already, already knows what's like happening. why I had to go incognito. Why? I told you we were kids. I was watching porn. On my no, mama. This, is, this is a really good opening. Watching culture. porn on the community laptop oh. in the house. Oh, you just weren't smart. I didn't know, I didn't know nothing. Got you. And you know, the, there's a Google search bar that used to be in the, mm-hmm. the, tool, the Google it's, Chrome. It's still there. But you can remove it. Got you. But you know, when you type like the word P or it, any word it, it, it the... shows every like oh, did yeah. you possibly mean any of your recent searches <laughs> what was in your recent search history with I, was looking, I was I was I was in high school I don't fucking know what were you into my mom was like so that's what we doing now and ever since then I'm going incognito and so but now I've you since, just well you've been shamed I've since hiding. turned a new leaf gotcha as I have talked about in our oh you watch porn porn episode from last mm-hmm. season which we will link it, when we figure do out this, how to do link. this right here, here, our hands or are in, in the places. show notes. <laughs> That's fine. We're gonna All try. Right. Continuing with our seasons. No, theme. no, that was. I think that was a really good. Like, did you? <laughs> yeah. Heathen. Continuing with our seasons theme of taking our shit back. In this episode, we'll be talking and taking a more, or talking about, sorry, taking a more intentional role in our own rescue. Yes, um, and this will be in the context of our podcast, our and baby. And I think 
just our livelihood business our and how we've been moving since yeah. the it's a hard not life episode from season one yeah so um in our first segment uh we're going to be discussing our return to being an independent podcast yes um and the ways that we are confronting our bullshit yes second is our fight or flight where today i am confronting randy about her lack of empathy for me during this season of her pregnancy i just want to be loved whatever mike finally not there y'all we'll wrap it up with our pda segment where we might show each other some love and or we might thank each other for something supposed to show love and or thank each other for something and we hope you enjoy and we're back all right main topic the rescue the rescue so backstory is we're independent again whoop, whoop. and that has got us thinking about how we've been bullshitting and moving from a place of scarcity and lack we've been minimizing our effect mm-hmm. ability mm-hmm. skill reach we've been moving really small which we have um alluded to since we started the season and like we don't do everything for the podcast and in having the small conversation that we've had about that, we've been coming to like bigger points, which has led us to this. Yeah, I mean, I guess to be specific or to like not be so vague. We're about like, to be specific. Yeah, like we just, yeah, I th- yeah, we're going to get into it. So we started the podcast, as you all know, if you started with us since episode one, season one, uh, with this narrative of we're doing this podcast to stay together, to basically survive after this tragic event that we had experienced as a couple mm-hmm. and as parents. And that is still true, but the podcast has grown. We're not in like this desolate, despair, emotional space anymore. And because that is the case, we haven't allowed ourselves to grow with how the podcast has grown and or allowed ourselves to admit and acknowledge that we are a real talent. Like Say that. this cute, but this is like <laughs> This is what? This is star power. This is... There you go. Okay. This is... No, talk your shit. This is work. Say that. You know, you either got it or you don't. And you got it. And I got it. And you got it. I do got it. Uh, we have a real skill. Mm. And we are worthy and deserving of whatever success comes with the podcast and in our lives. And we have not been moving that way at all. And becoming an independent podcast again has shown us that like, oh, we really got to like take our shit into our own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, or fail, or say where we are, which and is we can't considered failure to us. Do that. We can't. We literally, physically, we can't do that. Can't. So, um, so yeah. So instead of realizing that we are real talent, we have real skill, and that we are worthy and deserving of prosperity and abundance, um, we've been, as I've likened it in our production meeting, acting like puppies in a shelter. We're like, oh, pick me, pick me. Oh my god, please fund me, please take me home and affirm me and take me and you know tell me all these things. That's your and, puppy voice. And oh my god, please, please. <laughs> Give me, you know, <laughs> please continue. Make sure don't validate me. Okay. Um, save me, save me, get me out of the cage. Save me. Um, instead me. of instead of realizing that we have more power and control than we have ever given ourselves credit for, it really has been help me instead of me thinking that I have the power to help myself. Right. That's we haven't yeah. been moving strategically. We haven't been moving. Um, and like y'all have y'all see us, and so that's the funny thing. Like y'all see us. And we see that in your emails and your reviews and social media engagement. And we've been kind of like, like y'all will say, oh, this is great. Like, oh, thank you. This old thing. Like, no. <laughs> God damn it. Like, actually, no, it's a no, big this fucking is deal. fucking great. It thank is. you for recognizing that. And that's okay. But yeah, so we, we 
I mean, acting like we don't have any control, playing the victim, and not giving ourselves any credit for the literal real work that this has taken. Um, and we have we realize we have to do that because we're gonna have to like it's gonna be the thing to save us. Yeah. Um, like I remember when you were when Drew was first born, you were doing the program, the tech program, and driving lift. There are episodes about this and. Editing the podcast with Drew on a boob and a hand on a, you know, mm-hmm. like that is devotion, you it know, is. and commitment. And y- y'all was getting quality episodes. They was late. But <laughs> 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 they were quality episodes. Better late than ever. That y'all, that y'all enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, we don't ever like talk about that or, or like realize we have done a lot and we do a lot. So in short, nothing will move until we do. And we've been playing a very passive role and have paid Small. largely for it. That's my soapbox. No, that so. was good. That was good. You stay up there. And we're going to keep continue talking from that spot. Okay. Um, so what sparked this this conversation? Um, what sparked this, any of this, this realization? I mean, a lot of things, I think, spark this. Do you want to go first? Cause no, I've been talking I wanna, about- no, you. What sparked it for you? We will go back and forth. Um, well, my one thing was... As y'all know, my I quit episode from last season. I quit my job that I loved, but I quit my job to do podcasting because I was getting all these new shows. Uh, people were asking me to edit because my work, you know, because my work is quality and I love it. And I'm self-taught, but you can't tell, you know, like I, I love it. And so people were asking me to edit shows and I was very proud of it and very grateful, but it was becoming too much. I couldn't do the the 40 hour job and the other 40 hour job because i was also still largely editing our show mm-hmm. um on top of the other shows i had picked up um some that are not out yet and some that are out but um quitting my job i realized when i started doing the podcast work full time um as a freelancer i was like it gave me the opportunity to listen to other podcasts that i wasn't working on and also gave me an opportunity to obviously listen to the podcast that I was working on um, as I'm editing and sitting in these meetings and listening to people record. And I was like, some of these podcasts and organizations got like 10, 20 people on this team and they still got fans in their background. You know, like I was like, mm-hmm. I they like I realized that like I could do the work that people were hiring 10, 15 people to do by and yourself. by myself and quickly, you know, and um and efficiently. It's you know more important than that, and I was just like, my show was really good. <laughs> the show that we have together, our show, our baby, it has grown, and it just really allowed me to see that like, oh, we don't have a team. We are the team. Mm-hmm. We do everything. We do everything. Social media, PR, emailing, secretary, accounting. We do all of it, and, and, and creative direction of the creative podcast, direction, producing, recording, editing. editing. Uh, managing talent. Sometimes you got to manage yeah, to be like. Sometimes it's a lot for me to deal with the talent that I work with. Um, but I do my best. You know. Yeah. And on top of being spouse, so I, I don't know. I was just like, you know, all these people that's like doing something that I've been doing for years, and that together we've been doing for years since mm-hmm. 2018, and it just made me realize that like I've been bullshitting. Like I have not, I have not leaned into what this podcast could be, what the work we do is. And out of fear of like not looking humble, which we realized was Man. a humbleness, especially Mikey when it concerns. had a really sad moment yeah. the other day, y'all. During our production meeting. Yeah, during our production meeting. Yep. What was your sad moment? 
I've, I looked into. He looked up humble. I'm, yeah, I know, I'm big on looking up words and the meaning of words. Let's define it. I, I, it's, it's important to me. It's important that you know what it is that you're saying out loud because words have power. All these no, things. You got no internet, uh, no Wi-Fi. Written, spoken. It didn't matter. I already have the tab up. Oh, okay. Because I'd be prepared. Oh, oh, oh. Production. You see how I got to <laughs> deal with the talent over here? Anyway, um, we were talking and we were talking uh, about the definition of the word humble. Before I looked it up, I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, humble doesn't mean... Um, shrink yourself? I specifically said humble does not mean shrinking yourself. Humble means, you know, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, wait, actually, let me Google it. And I Googled it. And humble, by definition, says having or showing modest or low, low estimate of one's own importance. It's literally minimizing your shit. I think it's a setup, especially when it concerns... <laughs> continue the words, meek. Uh, yeah. respectful, submissive was the one that stood out. Self-effacing, unassertive. Then it went to say of low social, administrative, or political rank. Like just lower class, plebeian, low ranking, low, lowly. Pl- being low is like is how is, when you're saying like humble yourself. It's just like you know lower, like just you know calm it down. Like you're not as great as you think you are, even though you are. Yeah. Like just. It's really bad. And that's how we've been moving. I thought humble was a good thing. No. I thought it was like... I think it's a setup to keep people down, especially... Mm -hmm. um, And we talked about this. Our our parents never told us to be humble. No, actually. Our parents have never actually grown up... It's not a word that I relate to at all when it concerns being a child and growing up. But in school, it was definitely a thing. Um, Being West Indian is all about popping your shit. That's like the... That's the theme of it. And my mom's an Aries. War don't calm down. <laughs> War ain't humble. <laughs> and we're from East Atlanta. War you know ain't what I'm humble. Candler Road. Y'all know what this means. Um, and so what I'm what like what, what it made me think about is the fact that like I've been taking on this role and taking on this word and like being really big about this word and not like actually taking a look at what the definition of it means. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot that's just not humble, low, small about this. Yeah. Um, which added to my realization um ooh, transition come on seamless <laughs> so the thing that sparked it for me once we started talking about it and i really started thinking about it was the fact that i was in the new york times with my wife y'all like the actual new york times like the new york times new york times somebody reached out from a magazine that i've heard about since i was a child a magazine that has been newspaper. on like this planet a newspaper that's been on this planet for forever about wanting Two kids from Atlanta who did this little podcast thing. Newspaper probably used to listen, lynch people. Hey, listen to me describing it. This little podcast go ahead, thing. Go ahead, go ahead, come on. No, 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 serious. Uh-huh. The two, two like little podcast things, stuff like that, like words. They reached out to us and was like, "Hey, we want you to be on. We, we want to interview for this paper." It was a good interview. It was. It was we didn't great. Know when the episode was going, I when didn't it was think it was drive. real. Whole time, I'm like, oh, this is no. scam. Like, this, this ain't gonna ever get published. This is never gonna. <laughs> at some point, mind you, we had just finished watching. Um, or no, we didn't just finish watching it. I, I started reading um, reviews about the show, um, America, like a Hustle. What is it called? Generation, Generation Hustle. Hustle. About these people doing scams. Oh, so HBO. I just assumed that this was a scam. This is a new age scam. They're gonna make it seem like a thing first. Like, yeah, for us to run your story, it's gonna be five thousand uh, dollars. Go ahead and take out a loan, a PPP. Yeah. And then, uh, like, I just Send assumed that blood. it was. I assumed that it was impossible that we would be approached about something like this. But why? Why being humble? It's a quality ass show. Thing of the nature, but like. <laughs> They know we do we do really great shit, and so then I start thinking about other ways and and shedding light on other ways that I've been just kind of not calling this what it is, which is like special, which is big, and then that led to Tamron Hall show. I know, and then from the New York Times, yeah, the producer so like, was like, I, I just read the article, and coincidentally, we're doing a segment on this, and so we would like you two to be on because y'all are great. 
And us still being like, okay. Not really recognizing that we are. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know. And it's, it's not just the, it is largely the Tamron New York Times thing because mm-hmm. it, those are big deals. But I don't think it's just that. No, no. That's just what triggered the thought. Yeah. That's not the, that wasn't the first moment I realized. Like we it, have like, consistent listenership mm-hmm. and we love it. And, we and I do. feel like y'all can tell that we do. We love, love what it. specifically? I love recording with love you recording. and editing and I talking with you. Our production meetings. Um, it's fun. My mom sat in one for last year, last <laughs> season, did. before the pandemic hit. She was here watching Drew, mm-hmm. and we had to have a production meeting because we finally had a babysitter who wasn't charging us. And she was like, wow. <laughs> y'all production. She was like, this is what y'all be doing? Like, like yes. Yes. We, we be talking about these episodes where we get up here. It's sounding crazy. Um, and still get up here and sound crazy. It's not scripted, but we got to have, no, some, we we gotta have like, some conversations. Like, where are we going with this? Because... Before I go left, y'all know these tangents. But no, I, I, I feel like it's also like everybody around us has been like, "Oh, the show, or oh, your work." Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, we just been like, "Oh, thanks." You feel like we've been know, like I late to the like, party that everybody else is like, like a I, lot of other people recognize greatness in us or the stuff that we do before we do it. Do you think that that's a, like a theme? I think it's that. And um, I told you when we had a production meeting, we've been moving like fans, like we are fans and artists. Mm-hmm. You know. And we haven't been moving like that. And I think that people around us, especially people we have access to now, have been maybe not waiting on us to step up as artists, but like, it's just the feeling like y'all don't know that y'all could be doing so-and-so. Like, why? No, we have that. That is. You know, like, I feel this is a conversation we've been having. Like, y'all haven't started this yet. Why? And we're like, because we haven't crawled enough. We aren't hungry enough. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't moved enough money in these accounts to try to make ice cream work i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't we i think we've definitely talked ourselves out of abundance and prosperity thinking we have to be more worthy of it but we do good work and we can't keep waiting on people one people already affirm it but we can't keep waiting on like that magical unicorn of affirmation to start doing work right. if that makes sense like we've been doing this work mm-hmm. but this work is easy what's not easy for us is um, putting out more snippets, you know, beefing ourselves up, promotion, you know, because we've talked ourselves out of it, which is leading us to one reason each. <laughs> we've been playing passively. So how have you been playing this passively? So I think that the reason, what I, how I've been playing passively is, um, or why I've been well, playing passively. How, yeah, why? why have you been playing it passively? I have, we have discovered... If you're just listening, Mikey just did something very dramatic. I like this part. Um, a fear mm-hmm. of success. Ooh. And I didn't even realize it was a thing until I was talking to you about something that I had to do. Randy was talking to me about something completely unrelated. And, and you just, were like, are Randy you? said a sentence that triggered me. It took me back to my old counseling days. Um, it took me back to like my old looking in the mirror and talking to myself and doing some exercises days. And Randy just said something and there was a look in her eye. And I just looked at her. How would you describe the way I looked at you? It was like... It was like he was just seeing me for the first time. We've been talking for 30 minutes, but he was it like... It became really clear in oh, that moment. you're... He, huh. I didn't say you're anything. I just asked the question. He was like, are you afraid of success? You know what she said? I did. And I, I was, was like, like, you don't got to say nothing. Don't speak on it. Let's just, I was like, just, I was like, just, I, just think about that for a second. I, I was like, but I... Yes, is the answer so to that question. So, definitely afraid of success. Um, 
I have lots of inner child healing work to do. I don't know what. Currently doing some shadow work. Sure, it'll come up. But I definitely have a fear of success. And I don't know why completely. I'm interested in your... uh, In your uh, hypothesis, but I I think it's I think I've been playing passive because I that whole like quote is not you know our greatest fear it is real and I'm like and I, you know I can't say the killing to be because they played it so much when we were kids <laughs> that was from Coach Carter no it wasn't our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate it was in all the movies before. they were trying to oh, beef yeah, up all was, the black yeah, every kids every movie at that yes. same that same yes you're you're right. Did they put that in the game? Yes, they did. I don't remember. She read. I remember. Gotcha. Like, they played it. They made us watch that movie every day. I just remember the spelling stuff. In school. Every day. Okay. Black girl making it. Yes, we mm-hmm. watched that movie. Got you. Anyway, but yeah, I think it's so definitely a fear of success. And so I've been playing really, Um, I just haven't been advocating for myself or supporting or advocating for our podcast or supporting, Um, I, just, I don't know. I, I've just been afraid. I'm interested to know why you think, but- I don't. I, I haven't really worked out completely why. I don't know if it's because I'm afraid I won't be able to keep up with it, or I'm afraid that I'm not worthy. I mean, that's, pro- that's probably it. Um, <laughs> you know, or deserving well, of it's success. Not nothing like that. Um, or like, or, I, or you're not asking yeah. me right now, are you? Well, no. I, I I don't know. I can give you a metaphor. Now that you've been like paying attention to these playoffs and been watching basketball with me, okay. At the end of the season, there's this thing about you know you understand the concept of being beat into submission. Hmm. Now, it don't mean that you're not great in your own right. It don't even mean that somebody else is just greater than you. It's just that at a certain point you gave up and you kind of carry those feelings into other into other interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, you you made mention of it when you were a child. You, you went through some stuff and you have to still deal with that. Mm-hmm. However, you're not a child anymore and life goes on. Mm-hmm. But you were still in that place and you may still be there mentally sometimes, even though physically you have moved beyond that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we still behave a certain way based off of what we've been through. So we're watching the playoffs and you watch this team get their ass just whooped. Mm-hmm. They have two options. They can be like, okay, that was that game. This next game is a whole nother situation. Yeah, it's the same team, but it's a, it's a, it's another situation. Um, we're only down two zero. It's the first one to win four games. Like there's time. There's still time. It's about our attitude and what we choose to do moving forward. We have better players than them. Mm-hmm. We, I can shoot better than this. Like, there's a lot that's better on this side than that side. However, they just have momentum on their side. Mm-hmm. So you can either the story that you tell yourself is they're better than us, or we gonna lose because now we too far behind, or it's gonna, or you are gonna tell yourself, oh, we got more than enough time, and from here on out, we just can just be undefeated and we'll be straight. Mm-hmm. It's all about your perspective and what you choose to do during that moment. But if you never actually sit with yourself and think about it and have that conversation with yourself, then you would just continue moving like the former. So, in short. Your summary. My summary is, if you continue thinking from the space where you were fucked up, you're going to continue moving like you're fucked up. Mm. But you're not fucked up. Everything is actually really great right now. It's going to take you coming to the realization of, oh, actually, I'm fine. And I can be fine. All is well and I am safe to succeed. Yeah. And to fail. And it, or so to it, make a mistake. Another thing that sparked these conversations, the other day we were sitting talking, I was like, Randy, like, yeah, things are not perfect, but like, if I really look around... Younger me would be really proud of mm-hmm. what they see right now. I have the things that I said I wanted. Like, younger me is, is also a dick, so he'd, like, still criticize certain points. But, like, the overarching things, I'm married to, like, this fine-ass woman who I'm in love with. I have two kids on the way, and I'm raising them. Like, I'm actually there. Well, you have one kid them. on the way, and you have I'm two sorry. kids. I have two Let's kids, not confuse one on the, the people. way. There was a comma and more words in there I left out. Uh-huh. I have one child and then one on the way. Mm-hmm. 
Like I have a lot of things to be proud of and success and like that the things that I defined as success at an early age, I have like met those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like meeting those things. But like if you're always working from a spot of a place of criticism and you're always just tearing yourself apart as if you're not in that good space, then you're never gonna feel like you're in that good Get space. There. You're never gonna be satisfied. I have the courage to. I don't know if it's a satisfaction. I think it's definitely a, a bravery thing. No, like that's a me. I'm talking oh, about like, yeah. for me. Like I like at what point what did you define as success before you kept moving the goalposts as to what success was? Man, I thought that I think oh Lord. I think that <laughs> I, had a, I had a spirit moment. Go ahead, share your So my old my old image of success was successful novelist, writer. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um yeah, that was the thing that Randy has been saying since she could say it. I think yeah, you said published um, you said you want to be published. You want to be a Nobel Prize winner in literature. In literature, and specifically, and yeah, um, that was what I've been. And so I've been working my whole life to that goal, just to get to a point around 2018, 2019, when I was like, I'm more than a writer. Mm-hmm. This what we're doing, and what I do now, freelancing, is not anything. It was never in my script. Mm-hmm. It was never part of my plan of success. Same. And so I don't know. I'm like, well, I, I, I didn't, you know, I can write, mm-hmm. but it didn't, I didn't, it, it didn't did. like it. No, again, from your perspective, what, you, what, how you kept moving the goalposts of success, it didn't, it didn't pop in a way that you like, it didn't become the great, the world's greatest thing and you didn't get the Nobel prize off of it, but you've been published multiple times. Yeah. You've done great works. It has gotten a wide reach. It just wasn't. It wasn't what you... It didn't feed us. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't save us. Why are you trying to transition into like my thing? I don't think it didn't save us. And so now to to go to something that feels very natural, that, is, that I'm also very good at, um, that we love to do together, you know, mm-hmm. that works for us and our relationship. I'm just like, well, I don't want to... It just feels weird. Like, this is like, like who am I? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, like, it, 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 like but it, that question in and of itself is disrespectful to who you are, bro. Yeah. Like, Looking at myself in the mirror and be like, yo, who am I? Like, you are you, nigga. Like, that's a, and that's a big, that's a big deal. Like, that is, that's yeah. a, you're a problem. You're a force. You are, like, you're, you're mad shit. You keep limiting yourself, not you specifically, just like, now nah, I'm talking about No, you. read me. That's fine. Like, no, like, you, you're limiting yourself to what you thought you were or what you thought you would be. Oh, the only, yeah. Like, I'm limiting my skills to, I, I'll just use you as an example. I've limited my skills to just writing. I do so much other great shit mm-hmm. that feeds off of my amazing writing. Because we have to like write some of the notes and our thoughts and, and stuff for production in order for us to like bounce ideas. Media. And come to, yeah. So like, but like, I'm only seeing it as like, well, this particular piece of what I'm doing isn't the greatest thing. Like, it's not seen as the greatest thing by other people. So it's not, it's not the greatest thing. But that's just not true. It feeds into all of these other things. Your writing has got us to this point. It has. Your skills and abilities have gotten us to this point. Your skills and abilities from what you, what they were before. Because they already existed, whether you tried to redefine them as something else or thought they weren't as successful as what you thought it would be, they got you to a certain point. They got you in the New York Times. Like, that's the thing that happened. It, that, that fact can't be, like, disputed. So, at what point are you... It's not you. Now I'm just back to the thing. Like, wh- when are you going to be satisfied with recognizing who you actually are? Like, when are you going to actually do it? Because mm-hmm. we can we can continue to critique ourselves. We can keep beating ourselves up and putting ourselves down. That's really easy, actually. That's mm-hmm. our default setting. That is our default setting. So when do you when would you like to shift from that? This is me talking to myself now. To be what self-effacing? That's our default. When would you effacing. like to stop being humble? 
when would you like to stop being? And then when we when we start having the, the humble conversation, you brought up Beyonce. You made a very valid point. That I just didn't even like think about it. Consider the moment you start recognizing Beyonce wasn't being humble. No she more. stopped it. She was like, "No, I fucked up Coachella." Yeah, you was like, she did an interview. And it was in <laughs> like, it. I really did. I remember did. her old interviews. I remember old interviews. She was like, "Oh yeah, no, we're just really happy to be here." You know, like we no. Nah. Fuck you, like, just, like, do you not recognize like who you are in the yeah. eyes of like the people who's like a fan of your music and like and just the reality of your situation? And your work, your work, at the and reality okay. of your and situation. And you're not lying. And I feel like, yeah, yeah. You win all these like awards and stuff because of your skill, and you'd be like, yeah, you know, like this is, you know, this is cool. Actually, that's no, a big fucking deal. That was a big deal to you, and you should you should recognize it's and a big deal to a lot of people. Realizing that, like people take advantage of more people than not since we've started this have taken advantage of the fact that we don't think we the shit individually and as no that's all i'm saying okay got you that's all i'm saying not it's actually not it's actually doesn't it doesn't reap the benefits of like oh you're so good you're such a good person you're such a you know a digestible person Mm -hmm. um it doesn't actually give you none of that we haven't got much of that we've gotten (laughs) (laughs) we haven't got much of that good thing that's all the fuck i will say go ahead baby no no that's fair but i mean that led me into thinking about the ways that I've been playing passively. Okay. What you define as success and what you start working towards because you made that definition at that time. You know the definition of words can change. They do. And they be adding words to dictionary all the time. All the time. Remember when, uh, what was it? Biggie, uh, Biggie said it. And, uh, and then, it, conver- not conversation. Help conversate. Me. Conversate. Remember when conversate wasn't a word? Yes, I do remember. And it was a whole thing. And they just they used to call people ghetto because you couldn't use the word properly. It's not conversate. It's converse. And like our teachers used to get on us like, you know, we little hood babies. Like it's not conversate. It's not how y'all say it. And then conversate got added it's to the, the dictionary. dictionary. Yes. And it's a word now. Mm-hmm. And it has the meaning that you knew it had before when you was using it anyway. Mm-hmm. You define your situation. You call it what it is. You say it like it is. You can always change it if you want to change it to what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Right. I have been playing this passively because I've just been underscoring the importance of this podcast, this space. I've been I've been giving it light, but not enough. Mm-hmm. Like I put a dim light on it. Like you know, I shine some light on it. And be like, yeah, this thing is great that I do with my wife. It's wonderful, and I put my light away. Like it's more than that. It actually deserves like spotlight production. Like it's a big fucking deal. Like this is this is bigger than what I keep shining a little light on and giving it a little bit of time for. I keep talk. I I, I would talk about this as um as a side hustle. This concept of like black people always having a side hustle. I don't think I've ever at any point in life not had three jobs at once. Mm-hmm. I think you can speak to that. I think once I was able to start, that's not true. Once I was able to start legally working, I was working three jobs. Prior to that, I was still working more than one job. Like <laughs> when I, child labor laws, other stuff, like I was being paid under Give the me table, table for shit. Like cash. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> There's a statute of limitations on stuff. On top of that, like street shit. Like, so like just being, just always doing something and thinking like, and then, and this came up in a previous episode. We talked about this, like me wrapping my worth up in my work. Mm-hmm. And then not feeling satisfied because my work ain't really giving me the stuff it's supposed to give me because I wrapped all my worth up in it. Mm-hmm. Like I work really, really hard. It's not paying off the dividends that it should be. Maybe I'm worthless, right? Mm. Bullshit. And so this thing that I've now labeled as a side hustle that I'm pouring into, I am pouring into this podcast because I love it. And it is pouring back. It is giving back exactly like more than what I'm putting into it, which is only making me want to pour in more. Mm-hmm. And I love it. This is like a place of peace. This is great. This is amazing. And other people recognize that too. Mm-hmm. At my work work, I pour into it. I do. Because that's my that's my work ethic. That's all I've known. That's who I am when it comes to work. I pour into it. But when you pour into your work work, sometimes it pours back, sometimes it doesn't. 
very rarely does it give you what it is that you put into it. Mm -hmm. I can specifically say it's not giving what I'm putting into it because I am pouring buckets and buckets into this shit. And like it's evaporating. I'm getting back steam in the form of a paycheck. That's just enough. Just. Just enough to pay bills. I'm so tired of just enough. Right. That's overrated too. So like not only is it just taking from me, it's just taking. It's taking and it is drying me out and it is taking away from what I want to pour into the thing that's actually pouring back into me. But the problem is that worth what i've wrapped up the concept of worth that i wrapped up into this side hustle that i have now diminished and minimized and put in a space of like this humble little thing is not getting the recognition that it should be getting it's not getting the energy that it should be getting for me and i've just been and that's that's how i've been bullshitting it mm-hmm. um because this is not a side hustle and i can't refer to it as that anymore no it's actually like my thing it's my thing that i like and i love to do and i enjoy um and it's not that it hasn't given back to me in the way that would solve all my issues in life. Mm-hmm. But it does give back to me. It definitely fills me emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Like, it does all of those things. And I remember the year that you were doing the tech program and driving Lyft, and I was doing, like, transcription work and editing, um, but not for pay. And <laughs> <You did laughs> when I was doing all these things, we knew the postpartum, and we had got our taxes done. Mm-hmm. And the person who did our taxes was like, yeah. You lost three thousand dollars driving Lyft, but you made sixty five with the podcast. Like after everything was said and done, uh, yeah, we literally lost money Trying for you. To like, like time to pay bills, but like so this for is the only- just, so to, to to break it down. So when you're driving Lyft, you get paid for rides. Most people know how to, how to understand. Like I say, it was a fifty dollar ride. Lyft breaks that down, and they get sixty percent, or I get sixty percent, they get forty. So math. What what was the big number I said? 60 it was $50 yes so I get $30 they get 20 of that 30 so I get $30 for that ride I may have burnt $5 in gas $25 was my profit from that however I had I need an oil change soon I need a whole bunch of other stuff because you're wearing your car down like you need new tires the amount of wear it actually puts on your car takes away all of that money so there is no profit also the money that at the end of the day was like the that put me over put me over what I needed to make gas for the next day was going towards like a bill or whatever Mm -hmm. so it was just gone as soon as it like came it was it was literally to just keep us from drowning. It was a deficit. Yeah. And the only thing that didn't give us a deficit that year was, was a podcast. Which was also the only thing that was helping my mental and emotional state. That's why we never stopped. Y'all know that first season had 99 mm-hmm. episodes. <laughs> not including the minis because we weren't counting those part of it. But, and not including the episodes we were doing for Patreon. The bonus episodes they were getting once a month. So the fact of the matter is we love this. Yeah. We love this. We're good at this. Yeah. Whether the world recognizes it or not, because it will happen at some point. Unless we recognize it. Thank you. So leading us to the ways we are confronting our bullshit. How are we going to confront it? Because recognizing it is one thing. Doing something about it is a whole other piece. We're going to be more active. And so... um, How are you fighting it, baby? So like basically, like what has sparked all this, right, is we are still in the Batcave, as y'all know. Mm -hmm. We have had job loss and job gains and... Career shifts and new baby and another new baby. Mm -hmm. And um, we're just like, and it was like, it's this, we, and it's been stagnant. It's been so weird. Like, we were doing really well once we were doing not so well, as y'all have heard. And then it just kind of plateaued. Did you just say that? Yes. Plateaued. And, um, and the reason for that is because we plateaued. Yeah. And so, one way that we are actively trying to confront our bullshit and plan to is, I think that personally and together, we're going to uh, utilize our resources. And for me, that is 
Patreon mm-hmm. and my brain. I have really good That's ideas. That's a really great resource. I agree. I have really you great ideas. No rebuttal for and me. And I remember thinking, I remember walking, pacing the house, our last place, right before we started the podcast. And I was like, Mike, you came to the stage. I don't know if you remember this. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, because you were downstairs. And I was like, fire flight. That should be one of our segments. Mm-hmm. I do remember. And that. I broke down to you what the segment would be like. You were like, before Randy even got into the depth of the idea, I just love the name of it. I was like, because we already talk like this, yeah. right? Like again, we come from a counseling, like the, like we. I was like, no, that's a, that's a great idea. Whatever the segment's gonna be about, fine, whatever. But I love that that as a name. Then you describe it, and I was like, yes, that works. Yes. And Mikey's just been like, okay, and then he and he went back to whatever he's doing. That's Randy does this how- thing though, <laughs> where I say okay, and she thinks that I mean something I like, beyond you- okay. Sometimes your idea is just that great that I don't need to second guess it. You don't need to second guess it, and there's no need to dive any deeper. Actually, yeah, it he makes was like, perfect sense. Yeah. So okay. Next day, or sometime around this time, pacing, pacing. I was like, Mike, <laughs> you do come up with a lot while pacing. I was like, PDA. We should end the episode with like something happy. Because if we're going to end it with a fight, then we need to like. One of my favorite songs, John Legend. We need to Legend, say something. PDA. It's PDA. Um, it's a song that we play very often. It's been in our relationship since the we, start of this yeah. relationship. I was like, obviously, yes. We just don't care about how we are in public spaces. And public display of affection, this relationship conversation, it's us. Right after it makes the end of And he was like, okay. okay. No, I just, I just explained how my mind worked and where my mind went when she brought the thing up and before I just say, okay. Yeah. So I don't be saying all this stuff out loud when I agree with her or when I tell her things. So just context. But that's, so that's yeah, two okay. segments of our podcast that has been staples that I thought up. And then I said main topic. You did. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay babe. <laughs> that's how she says okay. Okay, babe. I'm like, yeah, so we're going to do that, that. Main topic. Great. Boom. <laughs> so, but I have this thing where I do that I know other creators do not do. And if they do... They don't do it how I do it. They don't, they'll have a thought and an idea and I'll try it. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just see what happens. Randy, you will have a thought and an idea and you will immediately put up barriers like, nope. as to why you should not even yep. attempt it. And it's crazy. It's not crazy. I'm not saying you're crazy. I'm saying it's, it's, it does not serve you in so many ways. And it's also like, it's self sabotage. It's pointless because it, it always, it's always wrong. And it, yeah. You were always right the first time. Yeah, my intuition does not lie. And so utilizing that as a resource, um, which means for me, letting go of pride. So like right now, Patreon is our most consistent source of income for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had people over there where we always hover around between 59, 62. Mm-hmm. We had a really good month with like 67 Here's a little people. thing about minimizing um, yourself and like already placing yourself in a box of like, like when I place my, I place this in a box of this is a side hustle. So that can only be this, which yeah. is just not true. When we first started Patreon, I was like, you know what? A room full of fifty people. When it's we do a live show, a room full of fifty people <laughs> is it. That would that would be that would be really really cool because we we've, we've thrown parties. We've had I like fifty people is enough to have a nice little situation. Yeah, right. Everybody's good. There's people playing games. Some people drinking. People having conversations. Some people smoking. So like, there's just like a there's a nice mix at fifty. But I've already now limited to how big this party can get. Yeah, this party can only get six. Well, what if you? You are so great that you are now provided the space of Phillips Arena. Mm-hmm. Like you, st- like you have room for more, but you're still thinking about only that's fifty. The little bar. You think you're only deserving of serving and creating a nice little vibe for fifty. Yeah. When the truth of the matter is, like this is actually a nice little vibe for millions. And I realize that, like, what is like my part, like what I can do for Patreon, because we both have our things that we both do. Mm-hmm. Um that pe- that they like but like i realized that like i 
I know I haven't been intentional with you in terms of like, hey, we need more people. We need more people because it as it being our most consistent source of income um, with the podcast. Actually, no. Um, We've consistently said it out loud. We have not done anything. This is true. That's the point. I think that people aren't aware of like, I mean, I, I mean, pride thing has been like, oh, how do you, how do you tactfully say <laughs> we need more money? Go ahead. We need more money. <laughs> because say, there's no way to say yeah. that. And I think that when it concerns patrons I've joined um, personally, they have a goal. You know, mm-hmm. they have things they need. Um, people join Patreon to support your show, whatever whatever work you do. In our case, it's our show. And we've man- we've managed to keep people for a while, you know. Um, so that's beautiful, right? Like, they obviously feel like their no, investment like is, like, good. that's a legit community. Yeah. No, yeah. It's a legit community space that we built of people who like really fuck with the content. And we and need also, more. Like, and I thought that yeah. I, I don't know. I've been I've always been like afraid or thinking that like to say we need more and want more is like not being humble. No. <laughs> that's what it is. That and like <laughs> this ain't a GoFundMe, but like in yeah. truth, that's nothing wrong with GoFundMe. I give to lots of GoFundMe's. One. You do give to lots of GoFundMe's. I give to lots of GoFundMe's. Okay, I give to key GoFundMe's. I give to lots of GoFundMe's. Okay, but also. <laughs> um we the work that we produce and do already is valuable, mm-hmm. and not and not utilizing this resource of Patreon and my ideas is co- consistently dishonoring my like value mm-hmm. and our value in the show. Yeah, and so that's what I plan to do. Um, Mikey is really good. Me, I hear him all the time. There is not really an idea that I have that he's like no. I've never. If it if it makes sense, I'm always for it. Yeah. And when we present ideas to each other or thoughts in general, like I'm also just a supportive human being. Like so, I'm also for something, even if it's not perfect. If it failed, then fucking we then did at it. Least we, yeah. Then at least we tried. Like that, I'm that person. So, yeah. so I pl- I plan to like really trust my partner. Um, this is your podcast too. You love it, just like space. And when you say that my idea is good, I got you. That also is like smarter you you know like you you smart yes. too <laughs> you gotta you have to know your partner we gotta know what's in each other's hand like no data like this is this yeah. is awesome. this is a space game so like i know you ain't got it i got it yeah you know i ain't got it because i'm telling you yeah <laughs> i'm telling you in so many words i ain't got it we're gonna figure it out yeah and sometimes we make it happen and sometimes we fall short but that's not the last game and you know we're gonna run this table like when it's like we're gonna do what needs to be done yeah. when it's time to do it like yeah, that's the overall theme in this relationship. Yeah, so listen to my first thought. I have lots. Of, I have lots of first thoughts that, as my kids said, I and some of them I'm like very few of them is like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> very few. Probably count on one hand over the decade that we have been that we've known. It's like 12, 13, thirteen years, years now. Beyond all of the time that we've known each other, I could probably count on one hand how many were like horrible, <laughs> horrible. We were like, what the fuck is wrong? With you? <laughs> you need to stop. Uh, yeah. or you were joking, but like that's it. Yeah. And believe it or not, I have good ideas. I don't ideas. just call so, you a yeah. brilliant woman because I'm trying to get hit. It is... <laughs> it's one of the reasons. Okay. <laughs> but I don't only do it for that reason. Okay. It's because it's true. Thanks. It's true. Thank you. You got thoughts in your mind, brain, that I think you should share? Me too, babe. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to trust go. you and trust myself. How about you? How are you actively confronting our bullshit? What is your part? How are you holding yourself accountable in this process? One of the ways I'm actively confronting my bullshit is I am utilizing uh, utilizing resources. Um, same as you. I'm actively seeking counsel on how to better treat our product. Mm. Um, you ain't watch Snowfall. I will. So you won't get this analogy. But like, 
a nigga from another side of town started trying to sell drugs. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same quality as Franklin. Okay. Your options are you can keep beefing with Franklin, keep selling bullshit. Franklin still make more money. You never grow. You, or you can ask stagnant. Franklin. And Franklin eventually push your ass out and take over your neighborhood because. Your shit whack. Yes. Okay. That's because your shit whack. Your shit not selling, which means you don't make money, which means you don't got people, which means you ain't got guns, which means you have no protection, which means I can take your stuff whenever I feel like it. It's mm-hmm. really just a personal choice. Um, so that's one option. <laughs> or option two is you can partner with because you already have a, an established um, network. Mm-hmm. You already have, you have something that is built. There are, there are positives here. Mm-hmm. You just need some guidance. You need somebody to give you that next piece that will take you to the next level. He chose to partner with instead now i have the same connection that you have now i'm able to like build my stuff up to a better standard higher standard like it's still not it's not like i'm not gonna take over your shit mm-hmm. it's not the greatest stuff in the world but it is a hundred times greater than what i had which was good it's just not as great as it could be mm-hmm. and now there is more potential for more growth i've learned more i cannot present myself differently i can make connections with your connections mm-hmm. i can't like there's, there's other like it leads to other things if you continue standing in your own way, thinking that your way is the only way of doing things, you're fucked. That's like a, that's just, that's history. That's what anybody, like anything in life can show you that that's just how stuff breaks down. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not, I am a student of history. If I see that something is going well one way, I continue doing it that way. If I see something is not going well, I'm not going to continue walking in that direction. Mm-hmm. That's self-sabotage. That is only going to hurt me. Um, I see what happens when I shut down mentally and I go through my episodes psychologically and I can't speak Mm -hmm. or I can't communicate with people, um, including you Mm -hmm. family, because I can't really formulate the words I need to, to express myself because whatever I'm going through, whether it's emotional, mental, physical, whatever it's caused by, triggered by money, family, death, whatever. And I know that only bad things come of that. Mm -hmm. So when I start feeling those feelings come up, I immediately start talking to you. Mm -hmm. I know now to express to you, Hey, something, something is going on having a hard time this is what's happening just so you are aware of what's going on Uh so either you know how to communicate with me or you know how to reach me to be like hey so you need to talk nigga like you're gonna have to like talk to your therapist you're gonna have to speak up you're gonna have to do the things you got to do to like combat that okay um and so because again i've realized that we have been bullshitting in this space i have to actively combat that by doing the thing that i'm just not good at which is asking asking people people for For help help no one wants to feel like a burden Mm-hmm. No one wants to feel like they're always like reaching out. There's always reaching out. But the thing is, we're not always reaching out. When we reach out, we're also still pulling back, pulling, pulling people up. Mm-hmm. We're also still sharing stuff. We're always disseminating information and like helping people wherever we can. Mm-hmm. But like when you need help, you need help. It just is what it is. Pride is the only thing that stops you from doing the thing that you need to do to take you to that next step, mm-hmm. to put yourself in a better position. So again, we can either just be over here selling mid and like we can you, you can make money off mid you can grow like you're not grow you can like be stagnant mm-hmm. you can plateau and be in the space and be straight mm-hmm. off this however this is not your goal this is not your calling this is not what you're meant to do no one is you're not meant to stay here mm-hmm. and so because i don't want to stay here in midtown like i would like to go would be better and the only way to do that is to actively use resources that i have and put that advice to work the problem is not a problem even when that happens we're then confronted with the fact that damn, we was right all along. There was all we had to do was that's the thing it. That, all we had to do was, we, was, we the, was, was the first thought that Randy had last year. We should have did that last Randy, year. Randy Ben had this thought, and Randy brought it up. I, it's, a, it's a very obvious thought. Mm-hmm. I had it too. We just ain't talked about it. There, like it was or one executed. of those things that was like, and, and, and there's no need because you know there's time. We'll get to it when we get to it. But then we find out the thing that's t- that's going to take us to the next level is the thing that we had already thought about. So, and so, and so the point is. 
it all comes down to just choices Mm -hmm. and executing and doing the stuff. Like we know, we know it needs to be done. So now I just want to do it. And I've started and I'm nervous. I'm nervous and also started realizing, hey, I think I share, I share that failure of success when it comes to this type of stuff. And it was really sad. Oh, the fear of success. Yes. It was really sad that I came to that realization. It was like, I did not think that I was somebody who was like that, but I am. You're like your wife. I am. No, and no. That's, that's, <laughs> like, that's, I get it. I didn't think somebody like who would be like, when, once you're like, once you're called upon for the thing, that's like something that you're not, you know, not used to doing or you haven't been successful in in the past mm-hmm. that you would like shrink in the face of it. Because there have been plenty of things that I've been confronted with and I didn't shrink in the face of it. Yeah. I stood up. I, I stood tall. I handled it. But like those were things within my comfort zone. Like yeah. fight this nigga. Like, we like to think like we're a hero nigga. and yes. we're not cowards. But nah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. We do the thing. <laughs> we do the thing that's going to take us to the next level of the thing. So no one is coming to save us. Mm-mm. But us. And uh, that is the big overarching epiphany and revelation. Pride is the devil. Thank you, J. Cole. Singing about the obvious. So for engagement, have you had a moment in your life where you realized you had to save yourself? Yes. What was that like? Yes. Shoot us an email at blackmillmare at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 or Just hit like us when you up say the numbers. on social media with your thoughts on this episode. All right. Fight or flight. Fight or fight. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's Fight or Flight. Fight or flight, sir. Fight or flight. All right. We're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna we get real quick about this. We always say we gonna like do these short episodes and we never do. What are you talking about? This is only 50 minutes. It's short, sweet, and to the point. Come on. Fight or flight. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, let me just start by saying I love you. And I recognize that you bringing life into this world is, is, is training. You know, it's a task and it's, you know, it's something that you be. You don't recognize and- shit. <laughs> That's how. That's my. That's my fight. You, it's not your. Fight. You don't recognize. I just want to know why you don't love me. Mikey, what are you anymore. talking about? All right, so I'm gonna be specific, man. I wrote down bullet points. Um, you don't appreciate my jokes now that you're pregnant. I should be trying to make you laugh. And you don't give a fuck. You're not feeling it. You don't. You, I'm doing too much. You don't spoon me anymore. You actively avoid me in bed. You are constantly putting six feet and twenty pillows. I in got my boyfriend us. pillow back, y'all. My pregnancy pillow. Got it back. It's this giant white marshmallow penis shaped thing that wraps my wife's whole body and separates her from me. And you love it more than me. And, um, you know, it hurts. I miss being held. 
that was an actual bullet point. Um, I haven't been the Little Spoon in forever. Don't read them. I'm going to read them out loud. Uh, I can't remember the last time I had a home cooked meal. Let me get this out. And where's the head? I just gave you head last week. (laughs) That's my fight. Where's the love, babe? Babe. This also happened multiple times during this recording. Like, I just be wanting to touch you. (laughs) If it's not because you hot and I add more heat, then it's because I'm cold. And you don't want to feel it. Or it's just because your baby, you want me in your space. Your baby does not like me to be no, touched. No, no, no. It's fair. This I, I, baby I think different. that's real. This baby is actively rejecting Drew me being present in right let, space. Drew, even now, wanna be hug on her. She'll be she'll kiss on this baby says I touch my mother. So you're putting this on the baby? Yes. I okay. am not myself. Got you. I haven't cooked, I know. <laughs> I really only put it there, but I just overall, so there's no expectation that I have my pregnant wife cook for me. Like this I not... haven't cooked. I I am well aware uh-huh. that I have not cooked in four months. Okay. Um. Well, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a really rough first trimester. You have these smells, mm-hmm. these things that you've been eating when you make your food is like I can't. T- I can't. Mm-hmm. I'd be so tired. Got you. By the time y'all wake up, mm-hmm. I've already been up mm-hmm. and back to sleep mm-hmm. because of this baby. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But I also be trying to make sure you get time to rest during the day. I make you and take as far lots as of head, naps and I keep the kids from you and I keep the dog being quiet and like I watch the baby after I get off of work because mommy's going to get like another two, three hours nap. Do you want dinner? Like, Is that what you're saying? Because I did. I do be no, buying dinner. And then. And I be so, buying. So today, today specifically, it's been like a bombardment of all the things that you knew was going to Because I know <laughs> that I have. I know. I'm very well aware of my limitations. I woke up to Randy washing the dishes. Yes. Pots and pans. The big stuff that won't fit in a dishwasher. They're all clean. Yes. They're out of the way. Can't complain about that anymore. I bought breakfast. You did. We ate flying biscuit. Yes. In Atlanta. This is not an ad, but they're delicious. I really wanted some grits, and I knew that those grits would, would work. It was really great. The great food. I still taste it. Mm. I had my French toast. Um. So, like... So I know you're aware of these things. Dude, I'm trying. I, just, I miss I you. I know you've been cooking a is lot. The, is the, I just... I miss I you. I know you've been that's, cooking a that's lot. my fight. I know. I ain't touched the pot. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to wait till I feel better because I just can't do it. These smells. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me you want food. I'm not telling you I want food. I'm just telling you that I miss you. I miss you too, but. Like right now, I want to touch your thigh. Please don't. And I'm afraid. Just, you look really pretty and I'd like to like caress the side of your face, but that's just going to make you make the face you just made and move away in the way that you just did. I just don't want to be. I just don't. It's you, just been real lonely. It's just been me and this girl who got me sick. You don't think I'm lonely? I do. Last night I started to tell you. Let's talk about that. I started to be like, you know, Mike, I hear you. I too miss you mm-hmm. and miss sex and all these things. It was just real quiet. I was like, he's really listening to me, and I turned back. <laughs> I remember this. And Mike is knocked the fuck out. You're oh. asleep. I'm like, what is the point? Our <laughs> vulnerability. Nah, context. Randy made me take a sleeping pill the other night. Two nights ago. Yes. And it's still in my damn system. Mikey. Yo, Unison is the devil. You're like talking to me. You're like, babe, I really miss you. And, and I'm like, you know what, babe? We are right there. I and right I'm after pouring I said out that, my I got heart. so sad that I just like went and curled up like, by myself. He, has not, he must be like really contemplative. <laughs> because pregnant women, I don't know if y'all know, if y'all have this issue. Every pregnancy, every pregnancy, I have to lay on my what size is this? left left side. Yes. I cannot. I literally get so nauseous 
If I try to lay on my right side, I cannot lay on my left side. I'm in my right so side. So Randy lays on her left side, and her side of the bed is the left side of the bed. I so have she to looks lay that way. Yes, like and so wall. Mikey's always behind me. Now we can switch sides of the bed, but which I have happens, recommended. There have been then what happens is more pillows like, end up being between your us. Your bed, this side of the bed, this is awful. Oh, your side of the bed is terrible. It's the most uncomfortable side so of the bed. So I be trying okay. to have this conversation with you and be like, "Hey, when, yes." Because this one time you tried to have, and then what happened? I fell asleep. And the other time. Mm-hmm. Before my morning sickness really kicked in, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get some, okay. and you were like, "Babe, in the morning, I got you." You turned me down. Yes, do you did. I, I don't do it in you the morning. Fell asleep. That's just a lie. No, it's people not. Tell themselves. You fell asleep, uh-huh. and I had to take care of myself. And then I told you that. You said, "Where'd you do that?" Right next to you. I don't remember that at all. You were asleep. What happened we earlier in that day that made me fall asleep? It don't fucking it matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just did a whole bunch of shit, and that's why I'm exhausted. All I'm saying is, I'll be trying. The one time of the times. I fell asleep. I recognize that you have tried. And I've been, you know, my first trimester has been kicking my it has, ass. It really has been. And I, again, understand that. I'm only bringing this because the point of these fight or flights is for us to have these discussions. Hey, you mean it. So that we can talk about it. I don't mean all of it. I do want to know where the head is. Uh, and you don't appreciate my jokes. Mikey, when you're and trying to be funny, you're not I haven't funny. Been a spoon. Which I've told you since I just we want to be a spoon. And that belly ain't big enough to where I can't be a spoon. I just want to be the little spoon. I don't want to be touched. Or big spoon. And that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that. That I mean that stuff. That's why I'm giving you head. Don't touch me. Move your hands. I'll just <laughs> stop touching me. Just lay there <laughs> and take it. You want to rub all over my hair and my boots. Stop it. Just sit down. Just stop. So you you're fighting. Yeah. Got you. I'm and not myself, and I'm just trying to act accordingly to okay. make it to the end of this pregnancy. Okay, and I will recognize that, and I will just hold on. And if you on want a home cooked next... meal, let me know. Okay. I actually think I want the salad again. I'm hungry. The salad that from from another from where? <laughs> you can just name the so you're just the salad you want to cook or what is this? You want me to make a salad? No, I'm just asking because you brought up a salad after from just saying home. I know cook. we okay. ain't. Well, you know though, I could really feed this baby if y'all join Patreon. Mm. You're the reason for our relationship <laughs> problem. <laughs> no, really. That's, uh, I love you. I love you. Okay. All right. I hear you. PDA. PDA. You first, my love. Um. Well, first, let's shout out to our people over on Patreon. Oh, yeah. So, no new people this time, but we sure that, we're sure that will change. But thank you all so much for being on Patreon. We have had our monthly... Our bi-weekly meetings. We have one coming up this Monday. Really excited for that because we Last missed your game faces. Night was lit. Last game night was fun. We played Among Us. Um, Next game night, we might end up doing a tutorial of Palace. We should. That's a good idea. But yeah, thank you all so much for your patronage and your support and your investment in the show. We do and appreciate it. We really do appreciate it because it helps out. Because sometimes we ain't got it. Mad times we ain't got it. Let's be real. Mad times we ain't got it. We're like, where is it? Where is it? And it's in Patreon. It's only So thank y'all so much um, for your support and your encouragement. And we put up like new baby stuff and everybody's really excited. So thanks. Also, we hope y'all enjoying the new behind the scenes stuff so y'all can see what these production meetings look like. We hope that y'all have been enjoying a little bit more of our banter. Yeah. Seeing a little bit more of the the process behind the podcast. I enjoy recording it and I'm like, I'm enjoying sharing it now too. Yeah. Um, Also mixtapes, daddy journals. Okay, Patreon.com slash Blackland and Marriage. Yes, your PDA. Yes, I love Mikey's mixtape. Mikey put mixtapes up there that we all be looking forward to. I don't know if you've still done a workout playlist yet. I made a workout People playlist have been asking for and a workout I realized playlist. that it is extremely misogynistic and is probably not something any of our female listeners women or listeners. supporters, women, female, 
supporters would want anything to do with while working out. You don't know what we listen to, but I also don't. I'm exactly. I know because what I do know is that I would not do that. So I'm I'm still working on stuff, but I'm also not trying to be like patronizing, being like you only want to listen to this type of mix. So why don't you just, just put a mix out there and ask? We'll we'll see what happens. I'll put the the track list out and see how they feel. I would give you my workout mix, but again, it's mostly just drug music and gunshots. Okay. Do, do you want that? Sure. You want to hear like six niggas die while you're doing squats? Because that's kind of like the PDA space I be in. My PDA is. We have been having a lot of fun lately. This week it was fun. Okay, yes. And I am learning more and more about basketball. I've been watching basketball my whole <laughs> life, sitting at the foot of my grandfather's bed watching basketball. Mm-hmm. But I'm really understanding the concept of the game now. And like, especially playoffs. And um, Context, Randy never respected the game. That's how we ended true. up in a relationship in the first place. That's is because not Because she didn't want true. me to go play because she wanted to tell me about her you feelings. You could have still went to go play. You just decided to go home because so you couldn't focus. So now Randy's taking an interest in the game. Because it started with we watched The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary, months ago. That's how I and got it. And then I've just been like, oh my God, it's so nostalgic. I didn't realize how much I knew, which I said a few episodes ago. You did. And just lately, I've been like, you know, tell me, you know, when we finally get time alone and Drew's sleep and I'm not throwing up, I'm like, hey, so what you doing? He's watching another basketball game. I'm like, okay, we'll talk you through this because what is happening? There's also the added benefit of this season being a good one. Yeah. And I've been watching like the games you. I watched the last three games yeah. you watched or the end of the last two and like one of them with you. Mm-hmm. They last forever. These <sighs> men can make 45 seconds last. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> continue. Anyway, so yeah, I've really been enjoying this time with you and learning about basketball and like you know sitting with you and watching it. And now I really understand. And I know you're proud of me. I I'm proud. proud. She asked questions that she already had the answer to. Yes. She's like, so they're playing this many games, and I'm understanding about series and seed numbers. There's a which seed going against that one. Okay, that makes and sense. So when people be losing, I be like, or people get swept. Randy knows what a sweep is yes. now. That's why they're so skinny. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. It's been a lot of fun. I'm glad you've been enjoying it. Thanks. I have. You have You have what? I've enjoyed that you've been enjoying it. Oh, okay. It's, just, it's, it's fun to see. Yeah. It has been kind of happy around here. Um, oh, my PDA. Mm-hmm. You're pregnant. And you, you just reached week uh 15. 12. We thought it was week 13. We thought it was week 13. Got to the OG sound. She was like, um, <laughs> sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> You're in your second You're trimester. Definitely your second trimester. <laughs> um, and uh, again, you, I made fun of it in my <laughs> my fight or flight, but I actually am like really, really proud of the way you've been dealing with everything going forward. I know that you've been sick of this. Yeah. And like, like literally sick, like physically sick, and like emotionally, mentally, it's just been a lot on you. But you're doing so well. Thank you. I just want to tell you this in public spaces and not just. When I look you in your I think eyes, you told me this after you've thrown up, I don't think so. Well, you, thank you. It's been, well, you tell I, me all the time, so I'm, I do. I yeah, really appreciate no, it. This is this has definitely been hard. I know it's been tough, but I'm just really proud of you. Um, I have plans for your push present, and I think for the rest of the season, I'm gonna like allude to things that it could be and give you one guess per episode. But I've asked but for. You're getting more than that. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah, because I feel like you deserve more than what. What is the one you asked for again? I want a Mac desktop. Randy wants a Mac desktop. So you can go ahead and check that one off. So that's one of them. But okay. Like, I'm going to allude to other ones. I'm going to let you guess as to what it would be because I want to like give you the world for this. Yeah, this was been, this pregnancy's been... It's been different. Been it's different. been different. It has been different. And I think... I'm sure people will be interested in hearing how. Um, I, I mean, for one, I can't be in the car. Like... Yeah. So as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to go 
pick Get up our child. daughter because I throw up. Like I can't take the. Yeah. I can't. It's so weird. Baby but said, I, "I don't want you going nowhere. You're mine. You're tough. You're I tough am. as fuck. You really are, and I'm tough. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to want you again and to let you kiss on me. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. the black millennial marriage podcast is co-hosted co-produced co-created co-everything by mikey and randy chapman see how we just split that up we mean to do it on purpose so if you like what you hear and see support the show and our work on patreon at patreon.com slash black millennial marriage new episodes once a week prayerfully (laughs) <laughs> the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast Firefly Jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingle. That's the family. Details in our show notes. We are available on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Rate us. Five stars. And subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Or if you didn't. Because reparations. Right. <laughs> Be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. And follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. As always, y'all, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.